Welcome back to Sister Sleuths. I'm Courtney. I'm Kim. And I'm Danny. <laughs> I can't tell you how difficult that was for us to do. Yeah. <clears throat> it took a lot. It took a lot. <laughs> this week's case is She's so serious. intense. So viewer discretion is advised. Definitely. Listen, it might get a little graphic. Always advised. Yes, it might get a little graphic. And Danny is in charge of this week's case, so she is going to so tell of course us a little it's bit like about so it. So graphic. So take Danny it away. Chose. Yeah, Danny right. is by far. I can't even tell you. I'm just. <laughs> She's it's a just hardcore. Just kidding. It's a hardcore mofo. Yes. Yeah. Um. No. The reason why I chose this case was because last week's case was like the complete opposite of this one, where it's like you have no idea who the person is that killed those poor little girls, and this one. The SOBs that killed this lady literally bragged that they went and killed her. So our story today is about Kimberly Cates. She was a 42-year-old nurse from Mount Vernon, New Hampshire. Um, Kimberly was married to David Cates, and together they had a daughter named Jamie. The town of Mount Vernon, New Hampshire, is a lot like the town that we talked about last week, where it's super small, it's like 2,000 residents, everyone leaves their doors unlocked, that kind of which we've decided is a horrible idea. So on October 3rd, 2009, David, he had been out of, he went out of town for work and Kimberly and her 11 year old daughter went to bed in the master bedroom. Like it was super common while dad was out of town for them to sleep in the same bed. And later that night on October 4th, this is 4.15 AM, um, the police were dispatched to for Trow Road, and they received a phone call from 911 that and no one was at, answering. They, they could just hear a whimper, and all they could hear was something that sounded like they robbed my house. Um, the police officer showed up and peeked inside the windows, and he saw Jamie inside. He gained access to the house, and what he saw was poor little Jamie, severely injured with lacerations to her face and extremities, including an extreme cut down her face and clear down her neck. He carried her to the patrol car where she struggled to tell them that they had killed her mommy. Um, he went back into the home and found a brutal scene up in the bedroom. Kim was obviously deceased with several stab wounds all over her body. Come to find out after examination, she had been stabbed over 30 times. Um, Milford Police Sergeant Kevin Furlong would later recount these events in the courtroom saying, Off to my left side, I saw a young girl laying on the floor. I observed she was completely covered in blood from her head to her toe. I observed that she had major injuries and major trauma to include lacerations to her face, extremities, as well as I observed part of a foot was missing. Other parts were barely still attached. So this case is interesting because it was fewer than 14 hours before police had leads on the suspects in this case, and they were taken into custody within 48 hours of the crime. And would anyone like to tell us how smart these suspects were as to why <laughs> they got caught so fast? You can't see me because it's a podcast, but my hand is raised. It is. I can see it. Uh, will you call on me so I can tell you? Yes, Kim, please tell us oh, about I'd these idiots. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> uh, they're fucking idiots. They went bragging to go first. I hate, first, I hate them. I would just like to get that off my chest. Second, they went and talked to one of their friends, got an alibi, so screw that guy. We know his name, but we won't even, who cares? We'll talk about it later. Then they just went bragging to people about the fact that they had done this. So it's pretty easy to get caught for murder when you're just, you know, 
Telling the whole town. Yeah, mm-hmm. telling the whole town. Yeah, mm-hmm. all your little scuzzy, gross friends. Yep. So it started like the day's not even over. The crime happened at four fifteen in the morning, and by five nineteen that same night, two of the suspects had actually been stopped by police because they were sitting near this industrial park that had just been burglarized. So this police officer stops them. Talks to them, notes down their identities and, like, their registration and then sent them on their way. And they headed straight to one of their friend's houses where they bragged, showed off knives, you know, all the stuff you shouldn't do after committing a murder. (laughs) And the smart mother of the kid's house that they were at called the police and told them everything. And they didn't only tell that kid, they also told another kid at school who then went to, I think it was, like, the school counselor. And so the counselor called the police and told them about it. So, I mean, they pulled these guys into custody immediately because it was so clear. I mean, yeah. who did it? They they pretty much handed themselves over at that point. Can you just imagine being the school counselor? Oh, my gosh. I, here comes this kid, and he's like, hey, you know those really creepy kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they maybe murdered someone because they say they did. But you, as a kid, though, you'd almost like, did they really? Did they? Right. And I think the only reason why it was believable is because the story was already out. The story was out about what had happened already. And so they kind of put two and two together. Like, okay, that, they didn't just come up with that probably. Like, they probably really did it, which is creepy. The thing that makes me, like, so mad is that when they found out that Jamie survived, which she did, she survived, she's perfectly, I mean, put she's together. one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they they regretted it. I think one of the guys said that was, like, his biggest regret because if he had known that she was still alive, he would have ended it so that she didn't have to live with this or something was like the, that. Which guy said that? Gribble. Gribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about the guys because yep. I seriously can't stand any of them. Ooh. Do tell. Do tell. Okay. I'm going to turn my page and that's going to be Yeah, we're turning pages. We have notebooks. (laughs) They're very cute. Yes. Research. Exactly. Um, The first guy that we'll talk about, which I really don't want to talk about these guys because this guy specifically said that he was so proud of how famous they got for this case. Let's just make Mm -hmm. up a name for him. Um, His name is John Doe. Captain (laughs) McDick. I was like, John Doe. Everyone's named John Doe. (laughs) We can say names. Okay. We can say names, but do not expect to see their photos posted on our website or anything because they they are pieces of crap. So, this first guy, Steven Spader, he was 17 at the time. Um, In my notes, I put complete psycho. Uh, They admitted, I think the other kid admitted that him and Spader had been diagnosed as sociopaths. Yeah. Yeah. They had a, um, like a, a group. A group mm-hmm. called the Disciples of Destruction, or DOD. Which, mm-hmm. seriously, you guys. <laughs> it has to You're dying virgins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you are a sure. member oh, but, of Disciples of Destruction. But I think side he had fact a about girlfriend. Steven Spader is he had a girlfriend, and she was pregnant at this time. And they were Gross. planning on getting married in December. They had a Facebook page, and, like, after he was, like, arrested and stuff, she, like, posted on the page and was like, just so everyone knows, this is not happening. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, was it his baby? Yeah. I didn't even know I, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming so. They didn't say otherwise. Oh, dang. Okay. But yeah, he was kind of the leader. Yeah, oh, he wow. he definitely was, and uh, he had a machete that mm-hmm. he took with this. I don't know how we're gonna 
Like so they took a they machete. Took lots of weapons, yeah. And Chris a long knife. brought the machete because he's such a pansy ass follower. Oh, but so Steven one day said that he thought machetes were so cool. Uh huh. And so Chris took this one from his dad. Well, I read it. somewhere yes. that this Steven. was like Chris's initiation. Yeah, well, yeah, all of their initiations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the so. disciples mm-hmm. of destruction. Oh. So we've got Steven Spader. He was 17. Chris, Chris Gribble. Gribble. was 20, I think he was I think. 19, it said. Okay. Maybe, Maybe 20. It was 19 or 20. There, I've seen a couple different things. Because sometimes they write the age at the time of trial, and sometimes they write the age at the time of the crime. Right. So it's kind of hard. But all the ages were somewhere between 17 and 21, probably. Yes. Yeah. And William Marks, and he was 19. Quinn Glover was 17. And then the alibi guy that helped them, like, afterwards was Autumn Savoy. And I don't think I put how old he was. I think you know? he was 20. I don't think I did either. Because I, I was, was like, I, I see the piece 20. of that. Yeah. yeah. But he, yeah. Somewhere around that age. Mm-hmm. But um, Steven Spader was definitely under 18. At the time of the trial. Yeah, at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. By, time, by the time the trial came around, he was like 18, I think. It was like, I think I read somewhere the crime happened like a month before his birthday or something like that. Of course it did. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. A crime like this, it shouldn't even matter. It I shouldn't. Know, right? Like 11, I mean, if you commit a crime like this, mm-hmm. the, that's a, uh, the scariest, I always say that, the scariest thing, the worst thing about this for me is that they, there was like no, they picked a house and it wasn't the Kate's house. It was their neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. They picked this house. They were going to rob it. They were going to kill whoever was inside. This was like their big, stupid, grand scheme. And then they go, and everyone's like, oh, that's a really big house. We should just do the neighbor house. And so literally it was a split just second decision. random, totally yeah, random. They had no idea. Mm-hmm. Totally random. Were. So we can kind of back up a little bit with saying, like, these guys have been performing, like, burglaries all over. For a while. They needed cash, so they'd, like, just break into homes, steal some jewelry and stuff, and then go pawn it and make some money. They needed some more money, but this time they wanted to, like, up the ante, I guess, and they went into this crime saying that they wanted to kill whoever whoever yeah. was in the house. They, they said, didn't care. If anyone's in this house, we're going to kill them. They, they said they'll kill people and have fun. Yeah, like just that. have yeah, some fun. Something stupid. Just have some fun. So they did. They, they picked a house beforehand. And then they drove by. It was, like, this big house. And then, for some reason, it doesn't say exactly why they changed their mind. But it ended up being the Kate's house that they broke into. So they drove past it a few times. And then they dropped two of them off. And one of them went and, like, parked the car up somewhere. All I know is the the one got locked in the basement. He got stuck in the basement. So they go up to the house. (laughs) The doors are locked. The Kate's actually had a security system. But it broke, like, a few years back. So they never got it fixed. And so they tried the doors, they can't get in, the doors are locked, which, good on them for locking their doors. They found a basement window, they break in the basement window, right? And they send one kid in, because he's the only one who can little. fit. He's, they send Mark's in, right? And yeah, William Mark's And yeah. he goes in. And, gets and this stuck. shows you how smart they really were, is he, he, he didn't know how to open the door. He pushed when it was supposed to be pulled, or something like that. He thought he was locked in. So they leave him down there, and they walk around, and they end up taking, like, the panels off the air conditioning unit so that they can get in there. They send somebody in. They also cut the power, too. I don't know if you mentioned that. They do that yeah. when they get inside the house. Yes. So I don't know who it was. 
who went in the air conditioning. They went in, opened the back door for the rest of the guys, opened the basement to let little dummy out. And then they shut the power off. They find the thing and they shut the power off to the whole house. And then they just start searching around the house. The thing that really shows you how badly they wanted to kill somebody is they don't take anything when they're first searching the house. They're not looking for things to take. They're looking for people inside I the house. I thought I read something that they had found an old, like an iPod or something. Yeah, they found, I think it was in Jamie's room is what I could yeah, gather. It was on a dock. Sense. They took it, they used it for a flashlight because yes, they left yeah. their phones in the car. They're, they're making really smart. good smart choices. Yeah. And so they're using that as a light and they don't find anybody in the house until they get to the last bedroom, which is the master bedroom. And they walk in and I remember, I think Gribble's telling the story to police and he says that they they thought they heard Spader say, oh, there's no one here. And so they kind of start chatting and talking to each other and he tells them to shut up because there's someone, there's someone here. here. Yeah. And they shine the light towards the bed and that's when Kim wakes up and they just... She said, Jamie, is that you? Mm-hmm. And then he says that he thinks he hears the little girl say, yeah, mom, it's me. But by that time, Spader's just going at her. it. They go to the opposite sides of the bed, just these two. Just Gribble. Spader and Gribble. Yeah. They what pisses me off is the other two are in the hallway. They don't do anything. Just, they, don't, they don't do anything. So even if they went just with the intention of, let's rob these people and take the old oh, rich mm-hmm. people, let's take all their shit. They stood in the hallway and listened to their two stupid friends Hacking. slaughtering yes. this mm-hmm. mom and her 11-year-old daughter. Yeah. It makes me want to throw yeah. things. Yep. So Spader's on one side with his machete, just hacking at the bed where Kim is laying. And I found a quote from the prosecutor from the opening statement of Spader's trial, I think. He says, Kimberly Cates was alive when she severed each one of those unimaginable wounds. She was alive when she tried to be a shield for her daughter. Despite her multiple wounds, Kimberly Cates continued to fight her attackers. The machete would wielding Spader and Christopher a Gribble 21 until Gribble used his knife to slit open her throat in the 4 a.m. attack. She died within an arm's reach of her daughter lying on the floor. She didn't know whether her daughter was dead or alive. Because in the middle of this attack, she tells Jamie to run. And Jamie tries to move. Then Gribble just starts slashing at her with his knife. And then at some point she gets thrown up against a door, a glass door or something, and he assumes that she's dead. And she plays dead. She admits that to the officers that she played dead. It's so crazy, because last week's story was kind of that same thing where, like, the little girl thought of something. I might Mm -hmm. not have thought of, like, to keep, try to kill yourself alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Video, pretending to be dead, like. (sighs) Okay, so then after the attack is over, that's when they then decide to search the house and get jewelry or whatever they can find. Jamie says to p- the police later that she she heard them say, go get the jewelry or yeah. something mm-hmm. to that effect. And then after they left, they went to this Autumn Savoy guy's house, and he was their alibi. They went and buried the machete and the knives or whatever they used, and then they... I think they dumped the clothes in the in a nearby river or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a quote from the doctor who saw Jamie after the attack. She said this 
in the trial. She's Dr. I don't know how to say her name. Try just it. Wing it. Just do it. Just try it. Let's hear what you think. We're ready. Dr. Tahkenia. That was Something it. Something like that. That sounds fantastic. Stuff it like this, great. you can you'll be able to find we'll on our website after. So <laughs> you can you can figure it out yourself. She said, quote, her assailant her assailants partially amputated the young victim's foot, fractured her jaw, and came close to stabbing her in the heart and severing major arteries. There was a forehead wound so deep it carved into Jamie's skull, end quote. You know what I love, though? Because I watched a video with Jamie, and she's, like, this beautiful 21-year-old mm-hmm. college student, and she is living her very best life. Yeah, she's super And these cute. boys could not fucking take that from her. Yeah. I mean, they took her mom, which... Horrible. Fuck them, for yeah. lack of better words. I tried to say it nicely, okay? And I could not say it <laughs> I was going to say really screw no. them. There's I know, really but no. both of my Leave sisters were looking Kimmy. at me like, she's going to say it two in a row. She's I'm gonna really going to do it. What my daughter said. She she said this. Oh, I'm, this is she my big li- critique. Yes, she listened to, this is my eight-year-old. And listen, don't judge our parenting. I let my 12-year-old listen to them. Yeah, she listened to last week's. They I didn't live, think it they was They live bad. with us. Like, it's yeah, fine. True. Um, and she said, you know, like, that new saying that you guys have, stab him in the dick. But she didn't say dick. She said, stab him in the D. Um, which, I like, we, like could, we could yeah. do that. That's our she said, version. but mom, like, what would you do if you don't have something to stab him in the D? And I said, I don't know. What do you think? And she's like, I think you could kick him in the D. See, she's True. smart. You so, don't know why? Problem solving. She listens <laughs> Edited to stickers coming soon from <laughs> yeah. Kimber. Yes. And they're, they're going to say, kick him in the D. Yeah. Kick him in the D. It's the Kimber version. Yeah. yeah. She's named after approved. me, by the way. Yes. Oh, for sure. She's not. She's for sure not. I just love to say it. Close enough. Close enough. She has a potty mouth just like you. Yeah. She has a potty mouth just like me. Yeah. I've got a fun poem for you guys. No, I've been dreading this. Love My stomach hurts already. Yeah. Steven Spader wrote this poem, I'm assuming, after he was arrested. Ooh. And uh, the prosecutor prosecutor reads this. No, the prosecutor. The prosecutors. Well, you were going to say it. (laughs) The prosecutor. A road. Okay, don't. This is yes, serious. This is I'm serious so and disgusting, serious. and it I, makes me want to throw up. But I'm gonna read it because you I have, have to joke. know it's how to big laugh so I don't cry. So yeah. um, freaking psychos that these guys are. It's, it's disgusting. Here's the poem: Another toe is gone. How did we go wrong? We had the perfect plan, machetes in our hands. We went out in the house, turned the power off, quiet as a mouse. We went up in the house. We went up in the room. Mommy, is it you? Your mommy isn't here. I slit her throat from ear to ear. Now we're all in jail. Now we all have no bail. Friends turning over friends. And this is how the story ends. Ew. Disgusting. Ew. Disgusting. And they always hang on so tightly that their friends, like, ratted them out. And it's like, like literally, you told people like, hey, guess what, what I did you yesterday. did. Like, come on. Listen, I'm going to be honest. If any of you commit murder... I'm going to fucking turn on you. And I'm going to turn it's you like in. Self-defense or something. Like For if you are just killing like, anybody. Okay, now listen. <laughs> we all have lists. That's whatever. If someone really deserves it, I will help you bury a body. But if you are just being a dick, yeah. I'm gonna roll on you so fast. Yeah. I'm gonna tell As you everyone. As you should. Everyone. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. I did not read that poem. I'm I don't so know glad if I didn't. didn't. 
like I, do my research in that because that is like traumatizing it's disgusting but imagine being like the jury like that like if if i was on the fence at all like hearing that he literally wrote that would be well i don't need more i'm guilty like so what was uh, what did he say he was like i'm the biggest sicko what what was that okay, i can't yeah. remember he was given the option to be resentenced because he was a minor and they were like they can't sentence you to life so he was given the option to be resentenced and he totally turned it down and he was well, like the judge also said like hell right. to the no because but he, he refused <laughs> yeah, and he said that he should never be released because he was the sickest or the evilest i don't remember his exact phrasing but basically that he was the most evil person ever yeah which yeah i mean yeah you're a dick and you did horrible things but the most evil person ever i don't know that might be a stretch there's he's hitler one of them yeah you know, he's, uh, he he's did on say, okay. example this is it it's oh, the most it. sick and twisted person you'll ever meet so yeah Ugh, i can't they're um, disgusting they're really gross i do christopher gribble was resentenced because um, he's a little he, candy ass, and I can't yeah. handle him. Because oh, I mean, he was in uh, the let's rewind interrogation for, for like second. five seconds before he was like, "All right, here's the story." Uh, yeah, it wasn't gross. even five seconds though, because I listened to that whole interrogation, and he was like, "Oh, that's really sad that that happened. I don't yeah. know what happened." Yeah. Like those guys, those guys should get the me. death penalty. Yeah. Yes, he whoever would do that to a little girl like that, that that goes against everything that I believe in. Like, oh, but then this is serious? also the guy who says that leaving her alive is his biggest regret. Yes, yeah. because he didn't kill somebody. Yep. Like, what? My favorite Disgusting. thing that I read this whole time, this is my very favorite quote. I might get it, like, put in vinyl so I can hang it in my house. The judge at his resentencing said, infinity is not enough jail time for you. You deserve to be put in a cage for the rest of your pointless life. I just love how ballsy she is. That she mm-hmm. just, as yeah, a judge, she was hardcore said, and your I life is it. pointless, and I would throw you in jail forever if I could. I mean, these kids talked about how happy they were that they did it, that they wanted to do it again. Yeah. That, to me, that's not something you can be rehabilitated of if you get no. a shortened sentence. Like, heck no. These guys are crazy. They're psychos. They're disgusting. They deserve to rot in prison. Until the end of time. Yeah. Like, honestly. So, do you want to tell us what their sentencings were? Because the oh. two guys who just got burglary charges, they they opened their mouths quite wide so that they could get a deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Spader and Gribble both got 99 years to life. They are not eligible for parole until the year 2108. William Marks. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Right? Yeah. comprehend that year. <laughs> William Marks is serving a 30-year sentence. So, he's eligible for parole in 2024. Quinn Glover was eligible for parole in 2017, except that he is serving three consecutive sentences. So what I read is even though he actually was paroled for one of the robbery charges, that just kicked his next sentence in. Mm -hmm. So the earliest he will actually see any type of freedom would be 2029. Because even if he gets paroled for the second thing, then that third sentence mm-hmm. just kicks in, which just <laughs> wow. is so fucking <laughs> it great. It is really good. And then Autumn Savoy, which is the kid who helped them, like... Give a false alibi. Yeah, send their shit down river and give a false alibi. He was sentenced to immediately 5 to 12 years, and he was released in 2015. Which, 
I think if you help someone cover up a murder like that, you should just yeah. be charged. Like if you're with okay them. with yeah. doing that, because yeah, you're a psycho, you're a psycho, psycho, and you're sick. If that's yeah, yeah, that's I the feel like you're okay with having. If you're okay with if you're okay with people getting away with that, then mm-hmm. it feels like to me that you would have just gone along with it, just like everybody else. Yeah. What's interesting too is like one of the guys that they had like told and bragged to, who like ended up going to police later, he was actually arrested later in his life as well for like so I think it was like burglary or like something like all their friends were sickos they're all sickos it's birds of a feather yeah true um I wanted to mention this and we'll link this on our website if you guys want to look into it more but um after all this they started a memorial scholarship fund um in honor of Kimberly Cates and so we'll link that website and they have all the info on that and if you want to donate or anything like that. They do an annual golf tournament? Yes. I'm not a golfer, but some of you might be. Well, don't you guys just feel better that this one was solved? Because I do. Immediately. Can I be honest? Can I be totally bluntly honest? Oh, I can? Great. Uh, No, I don't feel better. I hate... I don't know why I hate this worse, almost. Sometimes it's worse to hear how terrible people really are. Like, especially from the source. When you listen to them talk in court and just how emotionless they are it is scary to think that there are people like that in the world oh yeah i was listening to a podcast about them in the car and it had some chris gribble talking and Mm -hmm. i was just it's just totally grossed out it's disgusting he's that i mean they're all just awful Mm -hmm. and uh, what happened to these children chris gribble actually claims that he was abused and his mom Cops to the fact that she once hit him so hard with a spoon that she broke it. It's a I wooden did. spoon. And she put it in her drawer. Yeah, so she and she put it in her herself. drawer to remind herself to, like, be Chill. better or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that he was raised LDS. I did see that. Mm-hmm. I looked into that. But the, that's the funny thing is, too, because even Spader, I mean, he was adopted by this wonderful family at five days old. Yep. He had, like, a really good life, so that just goes to show you that, I mean, like, even as parents, like, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do. It also was funny to me that, this is kind of, I mean, not off topic, but kind of. We would never get off topic. Never. never, I'm just going to be honest. If you can't stay on topic, don't even say it. (laughs) Back to the, like, (laughs) the LDS thing, because him being such a follower, it was just killing me, because I was reading up on the religious part of it. And he was follow. He was friends with this kid that was like going on a mission and stuff like that. And so he wanted to do wanted it too. to do it too. So it reminded me a lot dribble. of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, it reminded me a lot of this Spader Gribble thing where he was he just wanting so to bad to be like, oh yeah, I want to be like Spader. Let's yeah. go kill somebody. Okay, mm-hmm. they were both Boy Scouts, like different but similar, right? Like mm-hmm. it is follower. There's, there's a lot yeah. of people like that too. They just cannot make decisions for themselves, and so they'll just leak Laugh, onto somebody yeah. and just do whatever they tell he him to do. He definitely gives me those vibes where he's just like, I just want to do mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing. It's I like be cool. your mom's always like, well, if your friends jumped off a bridge, right. would you? Be like, he yeah. literally would. Chris would. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, and it's so like yes, he did. Obviously. He talked about so much that he hated his mom. He wanted to kill his mom. Oh yeah, I yeah. I don't even want to talk about the shit he said about his mom. Well, the funny thing horrible. is, like, like, let me hear. Let me see if I can remember it because he's he's being, like, interviewed in court about this, and he's like, yeah, I had a really you know strong hatred for my mom. Blah blah blah. And apparently before that, he had said something about how 
he would only kill somebody if he had like a like a like a passionate like kind of feeling towards them and so the prosecutor's like well you had I mean you hated your mom hates a passion you know like hates a feeling right blah 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 and he's like well it depends like like you you probably don't like me and the prosecutor's like you don't want to know what I think of you (laughs) and he and he laughs like Gribble laughs at that he's like oh yeah probably not and I just want to smack him so hard like and it's hard because like they they didn't care that they got caught or not really they They don't care that they're stuck in jail and so that's really hard too because you know that they're not sitting there thinking that what they did was wrong yeah. So that that's hard to think about too. But yeah, people are freaking scary. psychos. Very scary. Don't not only lock your doors, guys. Get a security system that works. Get a Listen. gun. Get a, get a gun. Get a gun. Yeah. Don't trust your neighbors. We've been over this. Lock mm-hmm. your fucking doors. I actually this is not an advertisement, but I did buy these really cool things Hashtag for my kids. Not a- a hashtag <laughs> not if you sponsored. if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> uh, hit a girl up. I bought these really cool things for my kids. They're supposed to be here tomorrow. Uh, am I a helicopter mom? Yes. Who cares? Not I. They're these freaking alarm things that you you seen them. You put them on your keychain. Oh yeah, have yeah. Enough. And if you mm-hmm. disconnect it from your keychain, it's a hundred and thirty decibels of just <gasps> that's amazing. freaking noise. So that if someone tries to sex traffic you or murder you, yeah, touch you, just you even take at that all. thing off and they have to run. Or there's like, no way they're going to stick around. There's no way yeah. they're going to stick around. So I'm very excited about it. I feel like if I gave my kids that. They just fuck with them like, all the time. We would just be constantly like listening oh, to yeah. that. Oh yeah, we definitely have to have older yeah. kids for that, unfortunately. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, Asher mm-hmm. with one of those. But, hey mom it's yeah. midnight I'm bored and the, the baby the baby's sleeping let's see what happens click alright well we came to a conclusion of the story but there's something that we wanted to do kind of like try to do like every episode because we all have a cookie obsession yeah and we so bought crumble we bought this week's crumble cookies i and don't think that they look like trash this week last week it looked good I think this week it's i was 50, excited 50. We'll which see. one are you excited for uh, let's get the list uh, what are they? i was excited for the salted caramel one the or salted whatever the caramel one that one looks good the peach cobbler tell us what they are the peach right. cobbler i'm gonna tell you. throw up a little in my mouth well it's literally right. in like a pan like it, a yeah little. it's disturbing <laughs> this week it's not a cookie we've got cake batter Sea salt toffee, yeah. peach cobbler, chocolate cake, and strawberries and cream. I literally am just excited for the salted caramel, whatever you. The strawberries say. and yeah. cream one is kind of what um, I'm excited for. I think we're gonna taste some and we're gonna let good. you guys know how they are, so that if you want to get them this week and they're gross, we'll let you know so you don't waste your money. Yeah, <laughs> and literally when she says we'll let you like, know, like. We're going to pause this and we're going to be back in five seconds. You won't even fucking know we're gone. Exactly. We could play some elevator music if we wanted to, but we're not going to. We're not even going to waste your time. We're we're should we? I mean. In about. We could always add that. Like three, two, one. We're going to be back, we're back with our review of this week's Crumble Cookies. Hashtag not sponsored. Yet. <laughs> we have to now backtrack because we decided to eat them and review them at the same time so that you get the full effect. We'll try not to make it too asmr No, we were going to... Danny is going to try to make it 100% asmr I don't even know. 
That's my daughter's literal that. favorite thing. She okay. watches YouTube videos it's all day. Super gross. We tried pig batter previously before we came back to the mic. I will never and put that back in my mouth. The consensus is That's that it's not said. great. <laughs> okay, although the texture, the texture taste is texture is okay. awesome. Soft cookie, very soft, thick, mm-hmm. soft, toothy. Dig it. <laughs> <laughs> But it gets an F in flavor. But, but like honestly, like, like one bite and that's it. Like there's no way you could ever eat a cookie. I honestly didn't even size. like the flavor of it. I'm not I a big like cake batter fan. Mm. But like my kids would love that. Anyways. But that's yeah, my kids, kids are gross and they would love that too. Okay, which one's next? Should we just go in the order it is on the website? Okay. Sea salt toffee. Okay, full okay. disclosure, I've had this one before and it's my favorite. I already know it's going to be the best. I'm not biased at all. <laughs> Don't mind the dead air. We're eating cookies. <laughs> mind your fucking business. This one's so good. I'm going to talk with my mouth full because I love it so much. If you don't like this part, then just, like, you could have just stopped the podcast. Part. We're going like, to have to put ahead by five a minutes. trigger warning on this and be like, people eating. Trigger warning. We're eating cookies. That one's I pretty like good. I like that one. I... I mean, it's it's good. It's what you expect. I've done it's this taste, like too different than just the regular chocolate chip though. But it's got toffee in it. Um, I'd like everyone to know that my dog just <laughs> came to visit. Hi, friend. Hey, Shazier. Oh! <laughs> and she almost <laughs> killed the MacBook. Shay, go. I know that that terrifying that, thing. This yeah, happened. that was that was right. traumatizing. Uh, one out of ten on the sea salt toffee. Hold on, did we rank the other we one? We did it. Mm. One out of ten on the cake batter. Oh, I guess cake say batter zero. four. I'm no, say, you're so hard. <laughs> I hate that two. one. The aftertaste was there for a minute, and I did not like it. Okay, so um, sea salt toffee. Salt. Ten. Well, out of I ten. I love him so much. He's out my favorite. Ten. Seven. Solid. I would also say a seven. Yeah, like oh. it's good, and I'm definitely going to eat it. Okay, the next one is the peach cobbler. I'm going to say right now the texture of this one. I haven't eaten it yet. Just full It's disclosure. so cute, and it smells so it good. It comes in a little tin, but the texture of it, I don't even want to eat it. It's like an oatmeal cookie, but with peaches and, like, frosting in the middle. It looks like cinnamon It's pretty good. A little vomity on top. <laughs> Definitely doesn't hold the form. It doesn't hold up as a I cookie. Mean, it came it's in a soggy. Pie it came in a pie tin. I'm just pissed about it already. Did I you try don't want to try it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm the pickiest eater in the world. I'm gonna you try can it. Spit it's it out. We won't judge you. We're watching you eat it. I don't. I hate you. <laughs> if you would have just eaten it with the class, she then nobody would have paid attention. The texture is so gross. Okay, I give it like a seven. I'm gonna say a six. I can't get over the texture because it is like mm-hmm. a goo. Like I like it's a slimy like sushi. Slimy. That is the word. It's you slimy like sushi. sushi. I hate sushi. Mm-hmm. I like white girl sushi where it's like California rolls cooked. Mm-hmm. It's fried. Yes. <laughs> what do you give it? I'm gonna give it like a two. Okay. The cookie underneath all the other fucking shit. It's just their good. oatmeal cookie, and I like those. I like oatmeal cookies, but the rest of the stuff can go to hell. Cuteness-wise, it's adorable. It Super comes cute. in a pie tin. Everybody loves mini versions of food. It's true. Alright, next is chocolate cake, which Ugh. we were all not excited about, because it looks very, very chocolatey. It's chocolate with chocolate chips with chocolate frosting. I'm gonna take like the smallest bite ever. 
Mm. A palate cleanser after that. Ooh, that one's a lot. That just tastes like chocolate frosting. That tastes like I went to this kitchen, which I have been known to do, <laughs> got a spoon, dipped it in the chocolate frosting, the tub, and ate it. That's what that cookie tastes like. Yeah, Straight totally. frosting. Disgusting. I'm going to go with a two. Yeah, it's a solid one for me. I mean, I I'm just gonna am give not... it a five because I eat frosting out of the tub, but it's not but, like, what I want. There's in a no cookie. way. Like I took the smallest bite, and there's no way I could eat more than that. <laughs> no way. I took too big of a bite, and it wasn't that big. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I'm trying to chew it away from the microphone. All right, last I... one is strawberries and cream. How we probably should have done that one hair first. Everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. It's not from Crumble. Danny's shedding. It's Don't Danny's worry. Hair. So Please we still, still sponsor. We still us. Want it's to like sponsor. a fucking crime scene in here. <laughs> it's gonna look like it after we try to eat the strawberry hey, cream. This cookie, I'm also not excited about because of the texture. Damn it! I'm gonna have to get my hands dirty. What is this? Strawberries and strawberries cream. Strawberries and cream. Cheers. <laughs> oh wait, that tastes like strawberry shortcake. I like that we ate this one last because it is like it's a cleanser, refreshing mm-hmm. compared Very to the summery. other. It tastes exactly like a strawberry shortcake. It does taste as advertised. But you would not eat it because of the texture. I don't like strawberries. (laughs) Strawberries? I did not know that. We've been sisters for how long again? It's a podcast of two now. Listen (laughs) up. Here's the thing. I am an incredibly picky eater. I was for many years raised by a single dad who let me eat macaroni and cheese. French toast and steak. Granted, he's also a picky eater. He's gotten better with age, but he's the man picky. doesn't like spaghetti. Yeah, he's a dad. Weird. If you're listening, you're weird, and we love you. Although but I did, hasn't hit, I did, but you ruined us to like Chinese food now. I thought like, that was like a what? Good beef and broccoli and teriyaki. Yeah, <laughs> but like at least you can, pandas on the menu now. Whereas okay, before it was like, hey, Dad, we're getting no panda. Way. He'll be like, okay, I'm eating something. Sure. <laughs> So, that's why I, um, as a 40, almost 41, Dang. I'll be expecting birthday presents. Um, our P.O. box is on the website. <laughs> <laughs> we did just add that. Uh, right. mm-hmm. I'm a picky eater. That's all. That's so all I really send wanted to say. Don't so send me strawberries. Like an Amazon wish list or something? Oh no, just send me fun stuff, you know. Just post yeah. your Venmo. Just yeah, for all go. of our followers. My Venmo is. <laughs> if you want to donate to the cause of there us. There was a girl that was driving around that said, I said, happy birth, like, it's my birthday, oh, and I here's my Venmo. I was like, bro, should we send her a request for money for having to see <laughs> yes. that? Yes. I hate when people do that. I see people, people at my job with that all the time. Too, just like, married. Help honeymoon fund. No, you just got married. I am not paying for your honeymoon. <laughs> no, no. Listen, no. I need, I am raising children. Yeah. You don't yeah. get my money. <laughs> get out of here, newlyweds. Um, rate the cookie. Oh, eight. Uh, two. Give it a nine. Close ten, actually. I really liked it. I would eat that whole cookie. The only sure. thing that I did not like fork. about it I need, like, was how it's goopy. It is. It's like really hard to like keep together. You it's need, a like, messy cookie. You need a it's utensil. A it's not a cookie that you can eat with your hands. I mean, you no. could. Well, yeah, but it's like, do you want to? No, probably no. not. Anyway, you know what is a really good. You know what is a cookie you could eat with your hands? The sea salt one. True. The milk chocolate chip ones are always a good one, too. 
Um, so out of the four, which is your least, oh, no, five. I forgot about that piece of yeah, cake. Yeah, we, we keep still. forgetting about the cake batter. Okay. Which was really gross. Like, which one's your favorite and which one's your least favorite? Peach cobbler is hands down the worst for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's got some, it's got some shit going on. <laughs> which what was your favorite? favorite? Oh, oh, my favorite is sea favorite. salt and coffee. Oh, so okay. We've okay. been over this. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, Courtney... Oh, that my was favorite way. is the strawberry thin cream, and my least favorite was probably the. the it's tar. like a tie between the cake batter and the chocolate cake for me because they're both just a little bit too much. Yeah. That's where I'm at. <clears throat> I don't yeah. want to copy you, but literally the same thought. I really hated this chocolate <laughs> one, but I don't do icing and that's exactly what that was. Mm. Like it was yeah. it two does inches taste of like icing, icing and just yeah. more chocolate than you can handle and I do like the strawberry one. I wish it wasn't a mess. Chewy. Yeah, yeah it's a hot mess for it's sure. Chewy. You know, it would probably be better chilled. They serve them oh. chilled. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it would like have some substance to it. Mhm. Where now it's just That's true. That's true. Kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Kinda it's been sad. A, it's been it's been a couple hours. It has. I got the cookies at like five, and we didn't start this till like seven. How long has the cookie seg- segment gone on? Um, like, um, a hot minute, a hot minute. And so I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you yes. want us to do it again next week, with send the us next some Venmo so yeah. we can afford. If Venmo you want to buy us the box because next week we have to do it remotely. Not together, so we all have to buy the cookies for oh, ourselves. So that's like ten dollars so each. So we're gonna need you guys to rally. To I just, rally. We had a. We were talking as we were eating the first cookie about um, what case I could do for next week, and but had some ideas. And then one of my sisters said, or "Was it Court?" I, I Danny, don't know what you're about I don't to say. So it was me. It was Danny. It was Danny. Danny said you should do the one where the lady cut the guy's dick off, except he didn't die. And I had to relate to them that I was a fully functional like human at that time that I totally remember it. So any of you, here's a quick fun little story that's not a murder, but probably should have been. Lorena Bobbitt, her husband was abusive, if I recall correctly, and if not, then email us and tell us we're wrong. Uh, He was abusive, she cut his dick off, she got in her car, she drove away, and she threw that fucking thing into a field, and then (laughs) they had to go search for it so that he didn't have to be dickless the rest of his life. And I think that's great. Yeah, I love that for her. Yeah, I do too. So living her best life, honestly. Seriously. So I love that the guy survived. I think that's the best thing ever. Yeah, hundred percent survived. And like she didn't kill him. She was just like, "You're not gonna (laughs) live a good life without this." Yeah, she was just like, "I said, don't mess with me." Yeah, yeah. And really, I guess she did follow our advice. She did. She stabbed him in the dick. She did. She really did. But listen. We're going to have merch soon. We are. We got a website. Our website is the up. The website's up. Sistersleuthpodcast.com. Oh you can go there, and if you click on either last week's episode or this week's episode, you can see pictures and more info or any links that we want to share with you so you can see a little bit more of what the story was. And, and then sometimes we're going to have merch. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> because, but you can always look it up. Yeah, and we all know you want a stab them in the dick shirt. True. Or, or a mug. I really or want a, a coffee mug. mug. The mugs are really cute. Um, I was going to buy one for Dad. 
Stab oh, him in the dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd love Happy that. Father's Day. He'd love that. He really would. <laughs> he really would. So, uh, don't do drugs. And if someone tries to kidnap you or sex traffic you or murder you, stab him in the dick. Or kick him in the D. We'll see you next time on Sister, Sister Sleuths. Sleuths.